It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. In the yard with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Oh, good afternoon and welcome. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny Williams sitting in for Tony Kirk today as his uh, vacay continues. Day two of the uh, six-day vacation, I believe it is. It's rough life being Tony Kirk, but uh, we will endure without him for a couple of more days. Yeah, hopefully he gets to enjoy it for those six days. You had your Dodger cap on yesterday. Yeah. Today you went all, all tiger orange. I had in shower changed since practice so i was uh doing work summer workouts so you got harassed by uh, outlaw yesterday i did and and caleb hackman <laughs> might give me a hard time tonight too so that's all right all tiger all the time uh, yeah it's my well, employer except for the dodgers except for the dodgers yeah. right yeah boy what a uh what a ball game last night uh texas <laughs> for those who don't like the houston astros and there are lots of astro haters sure thanks to um poor behavior we'll just say that or you're just ranger fans and you don't like the astros or you're cardinal fans and you didn't like the astros back in the day whatever it is yesterday was a bit satisfying i would think yeah it really was i mean they they put a lot on them and uh they kind of shoved it in their face too and they didn't like it uh so so who was at fault last night for those who don't know the rangers won 13-5 yeah they, they were down 3-0 they jumped out and, and scored 13 in a row before the astros got a couple but this started early with the rangers pitcher hitting a guy with a slider and, and a guy just coming off the, the uh, yeah, il yeah alvarez and then and then the rangers guy comes back and throws a fastball and hits uh Simeon the Astros the Astros, Astros yeah hit the Ranger guy on the arm with a fastball yeah hit Marcus Simeon hit Marcus Simeon and then Grand Slam happens and after the Grand Slam happens he said I told you I was going to win this to Maldonado the catcher of the Astros right and that made him mad you know I if you're going to pimp home runs if you're going to show off when you throw a strikeout you got to be able to take a little verbal jab and both guys after the game who got tossed because Marcus Simeon got tossed Maldonado got tossed for inciting a bench clearing brawl they uh, didn't brawl though. yeah but they didn't brawl they all but that's, but that's but that was the quote you know we got thrown because we incited because the umpires you know had already warned the benches and everything else um you know going back and forth talking a little smack is fine I mean I it's a rivalry so the guy little jumpy on the bench running out there i don't think it was needed but also the astros were just a little pissed because you know they gave up 11 runs in you know after the fifth inning well and 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 in all fairness rangers starter yesterday andrew haney he doesn't throw that hard no but he hit a guy after giving up a home run but it wasn't but it wasn't a fastball no but it was in high on a guy who's coming off the il Okay. And so, in all fairness, if you're on the if you're on the Astros, then you better throw you but, better throw at somebody on their team. Yeah, but throw but throw a slider behind a guy, or throw a slider in, and just like he did, when that ball's coming as fast as some of them guys throw it. Sure, and I think it's Valdez was the guy yeah, yeah, last night. Yeah, Framber Valdez he throws ninety ninety five plus. I mean, he gets it up there, and that that's that's scary. You know, you can hurt really yes, hurt you somebody. Can. Well, we play this game all the time. Yeah, I know. Baseball players play this game all the time of you hit my guy, I'm hitting yours, even though it is extremely scary and dangerous. Right, like in Juco, the guy that hit in front of me, 
if he hit a home run, I was getting one in the back. That's I right. knew I was getting it. That's just the way Juco was. Because I, I want and, and explain this again now. Because the guy in front of you hit a home run, did his job and did better not, than the pitcher, and didn't like didn't like celebrate anything excessively. I was getting one in the rib cage because my he hit a home run, absolutely, and it was like clockwork. It, it makes every sense time. of that to it, me. It doesn't. Okay, but I knew it, I always knew it was coming. Right. right, it's like the first pitch. I usually was getting ready to swing, but if the guy in front of me hit a home run, I was getting ready to curl <laughs> because it's because it's I knew it was coming. Right, but I mean. If it's an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, I mean, I know you want to hit the guy. I have more control with my fastball. Yeah, that fastball, though, can do way more damage well, sure than that slider. Can. So if if it's me and it's eye for an eye, throw a slider in there, hit him in the hit him in the thigh and call it a day and move on. So, but. <laughs> Which is, again, I'm laughing at this, and I've been around baseball for 60 years practically. It still is remarkably insane that because somebody did their thing, I got to hit the next guy. It, yeah. it makes zero sense. I get it. And if you're a baseball guy, you're out there going, of course it makes sense. Right. Because it's what we always have done since the day it was past machine pitch. Sure, but like – You throw inside on the next guy. Right. You brought up, you know, you've been there for 60 years. Well, you know, 40 years ago, <laughs> nobody, nobody – celebration you hit a home run you run around the bases right. you touch home and then if somebody gets hit somebody gets hit but now it's just it's so hard to understand with the new unwritten rules of can you celebrate it yeah but if you celebrate it too long then the next guy's it's just it's it's insane can so, you look at it while it's going can you how high can you toss the bat how fast you the big thing with pitchers i think now i from what i've deciphered is how fast you get your butt around the bases? Right. Can can you look at the pitcher? No. Nope. Or the other team's dugout. <laughs> and then again, the the how many seconds did it take you to get all the way around are all going to determine sure. if the next guy's getting hit or if you're going to get hit, hit the next time you come up. Right. And for me, I. Th- I didn't hit very many home runs, so I'm a big proponent of, hey, <laughs> if I hit a home run, go ahead and hit me, hit the next guy in line, you know? I mean, I mean, if you do something celebrating that when you hit it, you want to get – you should rightfully so get hit back if it's a too big a celebration or whatever. But the game has changed. You're going to let the pitcher – you're going to let the hitter celebrate. you got to take the fastball, bean ball out of it. These guys are throwing way too hard. Yes. It's it, – you know, it's. A Do we even have slip. to hit the neck? Can we not just come inside on the guy? Do we have to hit him? I don't think so. I mean, most of these guys have such good control. Yeah. If you come inside, message delivered. I didn't hit you. I could hit you. Don't look at me. Don't say anything. That was the warning back. Right. But then the unwritten rule on the way back means the other team needs to realize that you you could have hit him. Right. I didn't hit him. Right. So don't throw it. Don't hit my guy. Right. In the next. And, you know, and next time coming. And you shouldn't. And should. One hundred percent agree. 100%. Anyway, Garcia hits a grand slam. Simeon at third hops on home plate on the short walk and home in front of the, Maldonado. and says to Maldonado, I told you we were going to win this. Yeah. And now the thing. It was it was good, great for the Rangers. I mean, having the Rangers and the Astros, a good rivalry. Rangers need to be scared, you know, with Alvarez coming back and El Tuve coming yeah. back, you know. But it was good they were able to keep that two-game lead and – you know when the, the fireworks will start the next time they come around and play, which won't be till next month. They'll, yeah, they'll September actually. Like, I think they have a first week of September series in Arlington, and I, you know if you're looking to go to a Ranger game, that's going to be that a may sellout. be the series oh, yeah, you want to go oh, to. It's going to be crazy because uh, they and, and hopefully, hopefully both are still in a run where it looks like they're in playoff contention. 
well, there's a lot at uh, at stake here. Sure, but the news breaking last night about the Angels and keeping Otani and making this big deal, and then Otani going Babe Ruth today, you know, throwing a one hit shutout, complete game, and then hit two home runs. Yeah, I mean the Angels, like we talked about yesterday. You know, they would look bad if they traded them. Every other GM's afraid to trade because if they don't win, you know, I think doing what they're doing, trying to get Otani to stay, they may get Trout back for a late playoff push. You know, they got a chance. They've added an arm. A good, the, they, the best arm on the market, supposedly, was the pitch, starting pitcher from the White Sox. Lucas Giolotto. Yeah, Giolotto. If, yeah. If, yeah, I'll argue if, if I could get Verlander – or I could get Scherzer, better arm than Giolotto, but he's available? younger. Are they available, though? Well, I think the Mets are, if they don't come to the real, realization that they're, what, six games under five hundred sure. and how many out of the playoff picture, that more than likely you're going to have to move somebody. But they've, they're playing with owner's money that's sure. stupid money, so they yeah. probably don't care. Um, but Giolotto's a good pickup for the Angels. And they got a reliever. They made the decision, as you said, they're not moving Otani. So apparently they did not hear offers that made them believe this is worth flipping Otani, even it's even if it's for the playoff run for somebody else right. and us to re-sign him in the offseason. Right. They're going to keep him, try to razzle-dazzle him and keep him happy with the Angels. You know, Otani said he wanted to be with a winner. Getting to the playoffs and losing in the first in the wild card game, is that enough to make him stay? But again, if you make it to the playoffs and you have Otani, he throws that first game. You're you, know, you got a chance to you know plow through some playoffs. So, you know it's it's a, a catch twenty two. But we'll see. I mean, I, I think it's exciting get another team, another big market team. You know, the second team in L.A. to come push. And if you got three teams at the top of the AL West that are pushing each other, I mean, it could be really exciting. I am stretch. still a Mariner believer. I still think the Mariners are not done in this race either. I, I, I think they're going to also – and it may not be they've got enough for the Rangers, but they probably have enough for the Angels. And now, granted, Seattle didn't make a move. Anaheim or Los Angeles did. But I still think the Mariners, which had a pretty good roster last year, yeah. they've not had great production from last year's Rookie of the Year. No. But – that's not to say you can't get a hot streak. Home run hitters can get hot in a hurry oh, absolutely. and carry a team for two and weeks. And he hit a three-run bomb on Wednesday and tied up the game and they end up coming back and winning. Yeah, I, I can see it. I think that, you know, I think where we said the Rangers were a year away, I think that Seattle Mariners are a year away. I think they overachieved last year, kind of having that, as we always say, a sophomore swoon, right, you know, right. kind of coming back to reality. Sure. Um, I think next year it'll be an even better playoff chase. And, I mean, you could have four teams in the AL West that are legit next year yep. if Otani stays and the Angels really put it together and want to win. Astros aren't going anywhere. Rangers aren't going anywhere. It'll be a lot of fun. So there's where we start. We start there with the baseball. Sure. Can't believe we're baseball and with all that's going on in college football but we'll come back and talk about that we're going to take the break a minute early here uh coming up at 5 30 in studio caleb hackleman is going to join us the uh, offensive lineman extraordinaire from pleasant grove he's coming in we've had him in a couple times before he's great we'll get a chance to visit with him in about uh, 15 20 minutes we'll take a quick early timeout. we'll come back and we are definitely talking about dion colorado and what's going to happen to what is currently the pac-12 and there's no telling what it may be in the next uh, week, month, year from now. Quick break. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny Williams sitting in for Tony Kirk here on The Fan 1079. <laughs> 
makes everything golden glow. It's your cold organic beer that tastes as perfect as nature itself. That's pure gold. I don't mind the strain of a hurricane that come around every June. Back 15 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and uh, Dodger Danny Williams hanging in this afternoon as we hop through the uh, basically Friday. See, this is supposed to be our day when, when Tony has his three for Thursday. That's what he usually brings in on Thursday is three things that we sit here and, and you know, argue about during the summer months when it's a slow time. But not a slow time right now. The uh, It's funny, you off the air yesterday made some comment about Colorado. Mm-hmm. We had, Tony and I had talked about it a couple days earlier, and me making the the statement that if I'm Colorado, Big Twelve, excuse me, Pac Twelve didn't really come up with the money deal for television that everybody was anticipating they yeah. might be able to secure. It's supposed to come out media day, and yeah. it still has not come out. Nope. And why not go back east to the Big Twelve? Tony said, ah, nobody in the Big 12 is going to want them. They screwed the conference over when they, they left, uh, you know, to begin with and joined the Pac-12 or Pac-10, whatever it is at the time. Now it's going to be nine, I think. Um, and here we are a couple of days after that conversation. Yesterday, the Big 12 has a meeting and decides or votes we should offer Colorado. See if the Buffs want to come this way. And Colorado was never successful in the Pac-12. They were the yeah. they were the outlier. Utah was supposed to be Utah were supposed to be the teams that you know were come in, establish themselves. Utah did. Colorado never did. They weren't successful. And why not? I don't know. I really don't. Because as much as you know, kids from Texas go to Arkansas. Kids from California go to Colorado because yeah. Boulder's beautiful. Uh, I don't know why they never compete. I don't know if it was an administration thing, not getting the right people. Um, you know, the hire of Dion was a huge splash because, you know, you get name recognition. Right. And and now you're going to get some more money uh, if you come and join the Big 12 because the Big 12, you know, has a deal in place. And so if you can be somewhat successful without, you know, the you know, your big brother not there anymore, your two big brothers not there anymore with Oklahoma and Texas, you know, you can you, you might be able to make some noise in the Big 12 um, and you don't have to – and the other big thing that I read is there's no buyout. Right. There's no buyout. You so just they, walk. they finish this season and they walk. And I think that's a huge thing for a school like Colorado. They don't have to justify it to anybody. They just go right into the Big 12. The Big 12 don't have to, doesn't have to worry about, you know, helping them pay some of that off or what, however that all works. So, you know, you have and you have a deal a TV deal in place. That's what's huge. There's so much what's going to happen without the big market USC and UCLA. I mean, you could see I can see it being a powerful – there's only four power conferences once the Pac-12 starts to lose more members because if Colorado goes and walks, I don't see why if you're Arizona, if you're Arizona State, if you're Oregon, if you're Oregon State, you aren't already trying to look. So now that this – in Colorado, by the way, voted today, they're going to go. Correct. So when this year's over – They're going to the Big 12. They're done. It's they're signed, heading, sealed, and delivered. Yeah. So the Big 12 will add Denver – into the TV package that they have, they, that, that's now a major market that's been added to the viewers for the for the uh, the Big Twelve. 
for the Pac-12. Now you've taken Los Angeles off the table. You've taken Denver off the table. Go ahead. <laughs> I think the next move, if the Big 12 smart, is they go after Arizona and Arizona State. You get Phoenix. Well, what is, about Utah? And then you go get Utah, and I think you go get Oregon and Oregon State. The Big Ten has talked about sure. the potential of adding two more to the West and making it make more sense For, travel-wise. Correct. Add Washington and Oregon. But I and that's going to be a tough sell because it, it was before. Now that the conference has fallen apart, is it a tough sell for the Big Ten to tell Washington and Oregon, you better start looking around because the music's going to stop playing and is there going to be a seat for you? Is but will or and I know Oregon's looking out for itself, but Oregon State's sitting there too. So what? That up there, that Civil War, that game is huge. Bigger than Texas and A and M. True. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, for them, yes, it's been played just as long. You know, nobody yeah. knows about it because you don't. We don't live up there, but that's so, huge. So the two of them are going to play each other in the Mountain West Conference, where yeah, they may that, end well, up going. But Oregon, remember, Oregon with the Nike money and everything else, they can pretty much write their ticket wherever they want to go, and they can probably throw a deal in there. And who says Utah can't come too? You know, then you take those four, and now you have six. You know, it's it's all. You know, you're gonna have four or two massive conferences. Well, the the Big Ten adding Los Angeles. Yeah, they're gonna need to add West. sense. Yeah, of course. Adding Portland and Seattle mm-hmm. makes sense. Sure. Adding Utah doesn't make any sense. No. It's there's no there's no money to be made there. There's no market. Salt Lake City is just not a market no, that and, you worry about. And I believe BYU's coming to the Big. 12 correct yeah so what you should get utah because you have a built-in rivalry already you already have that market adds another team so i mean i just don't see oregon state getting left behind now and i can see what see on the other hand which is crazy i can see washington state getting left behind yes but i cannot see oregon state getting left behind i think, I they think ha- they're both gonna get left behind i don't know they're and and we haven't said one word about cal and stanford no now, Stanford would seem to meet the Big Ten's academic requirements, and sure. I can't imagine Cal wouldn't either. Sure, both of them will. Both of them are outstanding schools. So do you care about Northern California if you're the Big Ten? Because if you really do, the, the the guys in the middle don't matter too much to me, I don't right, think. Right, because the travel is but, what, is the how far you got to travel. Yeah, but I, if I can make a division out west, sure, and I've got – Oregon and Washington and Stanford and Cal and USC and UCLA and that's six I basically can have and I may end up having three divisions in an 18 team conference but but you also could go you know uh, two 10 team conferences too you could you know it's just if you're adding that much more it just it, it all depends you know I, and i was looking at it today when all this was going down and i just happened to look at the WAC conference you know and they're going all the way from san antonio all yes. the way to seattle i mean that's insane for a small conference Are they still have hawaii as well so, no hawaii is not in, no hawaii is not in it so you know that you know that's the crazy thing so you know a big conference traveling all these miles yeah they got the money to do it big tv deal little conferences are willing to do it so everything's fair game everything's on the board well, to, to finish that thought and everything on the board, one of the things I read yesterday is folks in the Big 12, excuse me, in, in the whatever we are here, <laughs> I guess it's Big 12, no? Yeah. In the Big 12 are um, thinking, I, I don't have to just go 
west, I can go east. Well, who are you going to go for after UConn. That? There's yeah, some conversation yeah, about, about the basketball, basketball for, sure. for UConn. Yes. You add a, a companion with West Virginia. You've added what is now um, uh, Cincinnati. Sure. Up in that neck of the woods. Sure. So you've got a little bit of of east coast, not east coast, but eastern flavor. Would UConn make sense to go in that direction? Sure. And now you've got a conference that could span all the way from Denver to Boston, basically, being the Big 12. Right. And if we're just going to talk about hypotheticals, let's blow up the ACC, take the best teams, the SEC, and then the Big, T- the Big 10 can you know pull the other teams or what it, however it works. I mean, we're, we talked about super conferences 12 years ago. I called into the show, talked about it because yep. I thought Texas was going west and you know going to the Pac-12, and you know we were all excited about that stuff. And now it's just the what ifs. You know, I mean, with Colorado going, I think the Pac-12 doomed. They're going to get eaten apart. And, you know, ACC is going to be the low man on the totem pole as far as money goes. They're going to have to do something or eventually their guys, they're in it for a little, I think, 2028. So they have a while and they can't leave uh, per their contract. So, but in 2028, you could see the implosion of that conference and things get even crazier. So you pick off Miami and or Florida State heading to the SEC, probably Clemson Clemson. to the SEC. Yes. Some of those Pittsburgh, North Carolina, North North Carolina, Carolina whatever. Sure. Potentially, yep. you're probably looking at because you end have of the Clemson's day, South Carolina matchup, which is already there. You're looking at the end of the day, probably of Big Ten and God knows what it's going to be. Sure, SEC and God knows what it's going to be, and it looks as though, while it appeared a year and a half ago with sure. Texas and Oklahoma basically gutting the Big Twelve, that they may be the third survivor. They rolled the dice and and rolled sevens, man, because they're they're looking great. And with the playoff coming in, now you're saying twelve team playoff or you know wherever well, we twelve well, or where we end up eventually. I mean, you're guaranteed to get one. You're probably gonna get two. You know, if you have the three power conferences and Notre Dame, you know that's only seven teams. You know, and so you, that's five teams. You know, you can take three SEC teams or whatever it is. You're gonna your champions guaranteed to get in. Maybe get your second place team in there too if they're good. You would think. Or if somebody's held out of you know, you have your two best schools in the same division. You know, it's it's very interesting. That's why I love college football. It's it's awesome. All right. Well, it's the crazy that's going on today. We're going to see Colorado adding adding itself to the Big Twelve. So that's the headline news actually today in sports. All right, our young man's out in the hall. We're going to take a break a minute or two early and get Caleb Hackelman in here because we got to talk a little PG football when we come back. It's twenty six minutes after five o'clock. You're listening to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny Williams here on the Fan One O Seven Nine.
righty, welcome back. It is 28 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny Williams, as Tony Kirk hangs out wherever he's hanging out this week. And joining us live this afternoon, we've had this young man in here once or twice before. Caleb Hackleman is joining us from Pleasant Grove. It is great to see you. Yes, sir. Are you ready for summer to be over? Uh, it's kind of a love-hate. I mean, you know, summer break and all, I get to do what I want. Yes. But, I mean, then again, football starting back up. You know, I always enjoy that. All so. right, so let's start with I get to do what I want. What have you been doing this summer? Uh, Working and working out. Working and working? Well, now, where do you work? I work for my dad a lot. Okay, so he's got you doing a lot of physical labor. Yes, sir. All right, so is he a, is he a good boss? He's a pretty good boss. Not bad? Yeah, Does he pay bad. enough? Yeah, he pays. He pays enough? Yeah, could, could he pay more? Yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> you always got to be negotiating, Caleb. Never settle. You always negotiate for more. And working out. So tell me what you've been doing, hitting the gym hard? Yes, sir. I mean, as far as, like, just going to the gym, like, extra, like, other like players on the team and stuff we have like our summer strength and conditioning and basically the whole team's there so besides that we do it from like monday to thursday like three hours i guess okay. in the morning but that's been the extent of my working out are you a guy that loves the weight room yes sir that's that's i mean that's at home been, yeah that's where i've been for since seventh grade I really guess, just in the weight room all right so where are your personal best now where are you on your lifts um so i'm squatting around like 485 right now <sighs> Bench around 335. Really? And I'm cleaning somewhere close to 275. Now, are you doing powerlifting too? No, sir. We don't even have powerlifting. You don't even have powerlifting? I'm shocked by that. I would figure you guys would have that. Yeah. We, we, I think, we think we used to have it. But yeah, that's what yeah. I thought too. When I was there, I thought you guys had powerlifting. We don't have it anymore. Not anymore. Reason. It's good for the rest of the state. PG doesn't have powerlifting or you dominate that. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. it. <laughs> All right. So you're in the gym. Who's your workout guy? Uh, I usually work out with Daryl. One of the other offensive linemen. Okay. I mean, I go to gym box, so there's like a lot of people from my school that gotcha. go there. Like, I think last night we had like almost all the offensive line. In, really? In the gym, yeah. All right, so who's blown up this summer? Who do you think? And you're looking at him going, this guy, is, he's hit the gym harder than I expected. That's you, a good question. You can say yourself, too. No, you can't say yourself. <laughs> oh, man. I would have to go with um, – I'd have to go with K.J. Reader. Really? Yeah, he's – when he first got there, you know, we were like, I, I, I was giving him some rides before, so like I started to get to that okay. stuff, and his maxes, as far as I've known, have shot up. Same with Torian Phillips too; he shot up a lot too. I don't know if you saw the video on Twitter the other day of him front squatting, repping three fifteen. Yeah, that's pretty good yeah. for a wide receiver. Not kidding. But yeah, I think those two. I'm, I'm probably missing a lot more. Now, do you do speed training as well during the summer? Or are you really in the gym only? Um, I do a little bit of like explosive, like more athletic stuff with, right. um, at Walker Resolutions. I, I haven't been going there like the last couple of weeks. Okay. But I went there like majority of football season and summer. Okay. Of the summer. So if you're doing your 40, what's your 40 time? <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about last, your 40. Yeah. I mean, I can probably get close to like, I'm, in, I'm definitely below like a 5'2. Oh, I probably, okay. I can probably get close to a 5 flat. All right. So now, now, last time we saw you, you were weighing what? 280 ish? No, nah, I was like no. 250 last time. Now, what are you weighing now? I'm around 280. You're 280 I'm now. I'm fluctuating between like 276 and 280. Now, are you going to lose a lot this next two weeks? I'll probably lose a couple pounds. Okay. Yes, I will. Now, because you guys are about, it's it's supposed to be over 100 every day next week. That's how it always works. Mm. August 1st comes, two days are about to start, it goes over 100 instantly. Mm-hmm. Now, are you a puker? 
I say that I didn't puke as much this year, like during strength and conditioning. I, I never puke when I'm playing football. No, no. I'm like, but I'm talking shit. about two days start Monday. I, I haven't puked the last couple. Of, really? Like, so the, the heat and the running doesn't bother you. Mm-mm. Who? All right. So put some money down. Who's going to puke? Who's going to puke? Yeah. Who you know is going to go out there and you know they're going to puke? I'd have to say Borley. <laughs> now why Borley? If I had to put money on it. Why Borley? He just doesn't like running. Yeah, he doesn't like running. <laughs> There you go. It's Caleb Hackleman sitting in here with us this afternoon from Pleasant Grove. Now, last year, offensive line only, right? You, you didn't play any defense, did you? Oh, no, I played – during the end of the year, I played a lot of defense. Okay. The Gilmer game, I was playing majority. And then the Carthage game, I played a lot. And then I was from then on, it was like kind of – I was rotating in and out. What do you prefer? Offense. Offensive line. You going to be on left tackle again? No, I'm going to be right guard. Right year. guard. Okay, why right guard? What do you well, think? What do, what do you think's the the reason for that I mean, kind of move? I think the coaches know I'm athletic enough to get out there and pull and okay. like block people in space, and I mean just going up bigger, bigger guys against the bigger guys in the interior. I think that'll help us out a lot. This offense we're doing. Who do you think lines up on the line next to you? Then who's going to be at uh, at right tackle? Uh, right tackle is going to be Cade Martin. Okay. Our center is going to be Cade Allen. Okay. Left guard Daryl. And then our left tackle is Joseph Bailey. So it's pretty much set. Your offensive line, there's no jobs up for grabs. Mm, no, sir. Yeah, we're all, all senior offensive line. Oh, man. That's impressive. Now, you mentioned Gilmer and you mentioned Carthage. I wasn't going to, but since you threw them out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, here they are. This is uh, this is really the measuring stick. I mean, we can say whatever you want, and Coach Gibson's going to tell you how important every game is, but I think everybody realizes those are the two games or two teams, if you get to see Carthage, that are the measuring stick for Pleasant Grove. They've kind of been the barrier the last couple of years. Yes, sir. How geared are you guys about wanting those two? You know, I, there's not really much I can say. I mean, we're going to get out there and we're going to play as hard as we can. And, I mean, I know we're going to be hungry for it. I mean, we're going to – it's probably going to be a little more pressure and, like, more intense that week whenever we play them. Sure. And, I mean, it's just – it's always different when you play teams like that, you know. Like it's just a different mental attitude. You got to have a you got to have an attitude about yourself when you're going in the game. Is it easier to play them, or is it easier to play Pittsburgh? I'm gonna be honest. I like playing the better teams. I I feel like I've played my better games. I play have always been against like the best teams we played for sure. Which week do the coaches yell the most? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because usually we, we don't get chewed out like a ton. But I would say probably, like, if we're in the playoffs and, like, we mess up on a play that we've been running all year, I mean, we're going to get cheated. Yeah, well, that's that. – Yeah. But, you deserve that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But typically coaches will say this, I don't have to get you up for Gilmer or Carthage. You know it's big. I sometimes got to get after the guys more on weeks when it's Pittsburgh or Spring Hill because, you know, it's Pittsburgh or Spring Hill. So I don't feel like, ah, no, I'm, we're going to beat them. I don't have to go all out. And that's usually the week where coaches earn their money more. I would say, I, I know speaking for the offensive line itself, we have the same attitude every game. Every game. I mean, we just don't go into like a game if we're playing like a weaker team. And we don't just like slack off the week because, I mean, you're getting better simultaneously in the week, right. so you might as well go as hard as you can, you know. Right. Now, college for you, are you already committed? Yes, sir. And that's to? OSU. OSU. OSU's kind of becoming Pleasant Grove North. Yes, sir, it is. Oklahoma State's got done a really good job of coming into into Texarkana and, and finding kids that uh, they think can be successful up there. So why OSU for you? What would you think about it? You know, I went up there. They offered me, I think, during the spring, 
and I was talking to the coaches a lot. It was like probably the most like the school that contacted me the most out of like the bit I've had. And um, I went up there on my official, and I, I, I was kind of trying to get out the way for. I knew before season started for sure because I didn't want to mess with right. like, all the recruiting stuff during the season. And I just went up there, and I mean, it just felt right. I mean, I have a great relationship with the offensive line coach. I mean, I talked to the head coach couple couple times now. Talked to him a lot. Um, I've met all the like most of their staff, majority of their staff, and I, I just felt it was right. So I just went ahead and committed while I was up there. I was like the last. It was like the morning we were leaving. We were like having meetings, and I committed then. Did you make a visit in the fall? Um, I went on a game. On a game, yeah. A game day visit. Yes. Okay. How'd you like that? It was cool. It was cool. They had a really cool environment. There was like students on the side. Like they had like all have these paddles, and they're like slapping the side. And they like <laughs> they all, they always play the same song at every game. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. schools do. Yeah. Was, so you were kind of jazzed by that. You thought that was good. Mm-hmm. Are you are you regretting the fact that well, you're going to get up there next year? Mm-hmm. Oklahoma and Texas are going to be out of the conference. There's not going to be an OSU Oklahoma game. Do you? Yeah, that was that's what they were talking about. I I, I would have liked to experience that game, but I mean, it's no yeah, game. it is what it is, it right? Is you you get them in a bowl game and then beat them there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Danny Williams sitting in here. Well, ask a question. You're sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, I, ask I'm just listening. That's my problem. You're just always, something here. Yeah, all I do is listen. <laughs> Caleb Hackelman's in here joining us this afternoon. Now, there has been talk that Pleasant Grove's offense is starting to evolve out of just a strict wing tee and into more of an open offense. True or false? Say true. True. Are you a guy that's that's happy with that? Is that something you're looking forward to? Or are you like, man, we were good at the wing tee. Why are we messing with that? I mean, I guess as far as... I want to say it would be better for me when I go to college, but at the same time, I mean, you've seen plenty of offensive linemen come out of, like, go D1 out of wing T, which is why I wasn't worried about going to Pleasant Grove in the first place. Right. But, I mean, I would say say yes. I'm I'm excited about it. You're excited about changing up a little bit? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, the guy who would probably benefit the most is Akari Johnson, Mm -hmm. who's just a super athlete, and we finally got to see basically a full year of him last year. And hopefully we're going to get a full year of him this year over at PG. Sky's the limit for Akari in this offense now? I, I think it's going to be dangerous when we get out there and we get everything clicking yep. we get this offense down. Yep. It's, it's going to be crazy. The old one kind of kept him under wraps a little bit, didn't it? And not by any intentional, but by design, the quarterback's really more of a ball handler handing off as opposed to going back and throwing that much. Yes, sir. This is a chance for him to be really dynamic. If he's as good as everybody says, you guys may be scary this year. He's pretty good. I can tell you that myself. Especially with that offensive line being all seniors. Y'all working on pass blocking a lot? Yes, sir. We started started doing it a lot more. We haven't really done as much in the summer as we have now, but, I mean, we're setting aside, like, time every day now where we're working on it and working to get better. Now, Pleasant Grove has, the last five or six years, been pretty darn good in getting better at seven-on-seven every year. Really good. They had a good year again this year at 7-on-7. Seven seven. Now, linemen don't get to be part of 7-on-7. Seven seven. No, Haven't no, you convinced don't. Gibson yet to put you at tight end, let you go do 7-on-7? Seven seven? I, 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 I'll stick to I'll He's stick good to with the offensive line. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick to that. Come on. You don't want some of that 7-on-7 seven seven stuff? No, man, I'm good. I'm good. They, right, they'd right. be really afraid of you going over the middle. Has, has there been some talk about that, moving you at tight end? You know, when Landon was here, mm-hmm. they obviously was an awesome defensive end, but made the decision we're going to use him at tight end a little bit. I think they're doing the same with Lance, aren't they? Oh yes, sir. Yeah, that's Lance is one of Lance's main positions right now. Is tight end. How about two tight ends set? 
Caleb at one spot, Lance at the other. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I think they, I, I when I was a freshman, that's like my, that's actually what I was playing with. See, but I don't know if I'm cut out for it anymore. I guess you could say. How about we do a tackle eligible <laughs> and Caleb Hackelman gets a touchdown catch this yeah, year? It's that would it's, be the dream. It's whatever the coaches want. It's, it's not my, it's not my, it's not my play. All right, so you, you get. Let's say we're doing this. Mm-hmm. We'll say it's a garbage time game. They put Hackleman in there, tackle eligible. He gets a touch. What's the move? You're in the end zone now. Do you have a dance? What do you got to think about this now before you get in there? I honestly wouldn't know, man. I mean, well, this is your chance. I've never, you I've never scored a touchdown. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You got, you're just going to do what? I'd hand it to Bordley and let him do it? No, yeah, you got to do it. This is your moment. Yeah. I don't think I would dance. No, sure that's probably dance. good. No. Yeah. The worm. How about the worm? No, I wouldn't. No? Do Icky no. shuffle? No. Wrong spike? No. Yeah. No. Uh, maybe. Maybe the spike would be Just the a spike. Yeah. Just a, like yeah. thunder spike. Yeah. yeah. I like and then it. get that 15-yard penalty and <laughs> coach is screaming at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're up 50 to nothing, yeah, so yeah. let him scream. I got my touchdown. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break. You can stick around for a minute? Yes, sir. Caleb Hackleman's hanging out with us this afternoon from Pleasant Grove. We'll take a quick break. We're coming right back. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Danny Williams. You're on the fan. 107.9. To feel the calming effects of nature, take a deep breath in and out. y'all always looking local first we're making sure our babies have a bright future you know local businesses depend on our support they're usually first in line to support our local organizations let's do our part to always look local first can't find a trustworthy mechanic and repair shop for your vehicle check out freeman's auto services on east street they've been around for over 40 years oil changes brakes front ends motors and rear axles all are their specialty rates are unbeatable and repairs are done right locksmith txk known in the area for the best locks and safes for home and business announces free key friday Every Friday, buy two keys and get the third one free. Car, truck, home, business, just about any key. Locksmith DXK and Liberty Safes of Texarkana. You found the right locksmith. For all your flooring and countertop needs, come to Maze Lone Star Flooring at 302 East Main Street in Atlanta, Texas. Or call us at 903-796-1066. And thanks for choosing Maze Lone Star Flooring. Look local first and everybody benefits from the owners to people like you and me supporting them. It's easy and it helps everyone. Look local first. Every morning just before breakfast I don't want no coffee or tea Just me and my good buddy Wiser That's all I ever need Cause I drink alone yeah. Alrighty, welcome back It's 15 till 6, leaving the yard Chuck Zach and Dr. Danny Williams sitting in this afternoon And joining us, Caleb Hackelman From Pleasant Grove is hanging out as we are uh, just days away from starting two-a-days and, uh, what it be, four weeks from the start of the season, first game of the year? Yes, sir. Who are you guys open with? Should be Brock. Brock. Now, you guys have a couple of weird road-neutral site kind of things this year, don't you? I know um, that private school we played, we're doing neutral with them. They came to us last year. They took, like, a plane last yeah. year to come play us. And I think we're playing Brock and – we're playing somebody in Roy City. I know that because everybody's excited about going to Bucky's afterwards. <laughs> I know that. The highlight of the trip: yeah, get a W yeah. and go uh-huh. to Bucky's. It's all like my wife. That's we have a daughter lives in Dallas. If we don't go to Bucky's, it's a bad trip. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we didn't get a Bucky's here. 
I thought they were going to put one in. I did too. For a while. I know that would have changed life for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's all I would have ever eaten was Bucky's. Mm-hmm. Caleb uh, hopping on with us today. Now we are about to start your senior year. Yes, sir. Have they done pictures yet with uh, cap and gown? Yeah, we did pictures yesterday, <clears throat> or today, and yesterday. How'd that feel? I don't know, those pictures, I mean, I don't like taking them. got to take them, I guess. I mean, I smile wouldn't. or you have the serious face? Nah, I smiled. All right. They asked me to do a serious face, actually, so I did both. You know your parents going to want one with you smiling. Uh, I'm sure they will. All right. Just put on one of those things that has just, like, the fake tie on yeah, there. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Tie you oh, stick yeah, your arms no. through. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. You better, you better learn. When game days, you got to wear a tie uh, and mm-hmm. do the walk and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's coming soon. You got a suit coat? No. You don't have a coat? No, sir. All right. Your dad's going to get you a jacket before you go to Stillwater. So you got to All right. This is set. You, mm. <laughs> Are you ready for this senior year? Because I asked you about pictures. Everything is the last time coming up now. Like you're about to have the last round of two-a-days in high school, the last first game of the year, the last homecoming senior game playoff game are you ready for all those man i can tell you i'm not gonna miss the two days but (laughs) (laughs) no one misses that i i guess it's gonna be sad but i mean it's not like i'm like like depressed or anything about it you know it comes a time for everybody so it's my time it's your time Mm -hmm. all right how how, tell me a little bit about uh what it's meant to be at pg these last three plus years i mean you know you hear everybody about like the culture and stuff I've I haven't been anywhere else, so I couldn't tell you how much different it is. But from the people that I've talked to that have been from different places, it's like a whole new deal. I mean, it's just they stress, you know, the our core principles being heart and soul, full tilt, all sure. that stuff. Which is like I know sometimes people like look at it and like as like a funny like a cornball way. But I mean, we we take it serious. Right. I mean, it's like a it's, it's a it's a whole mentality to have, and I just think it's a special place. And, and on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. If you're not from PG or you don't go to PG and you hear those slogans, mm. yeah, you're right. People probably do say that's you're at cornball or that's yeah. stupid. And that's just something to say. But when your team buys into the culture that Coach Gibson and the other coaches have put together, then that really is a binding thing for a team. Yes, sir. It really is. Have you gone full tilt? Did you go all out? If you did not... You're letting your teammates down. That's really the message, isn't it? Yes, sir. So that's not corny, is it? Not to me, it ain't. Not about P.J. Fleck and row the boat or whatever that one is up in Minnesota. I'm not so <laughs> sure I'm, I'm feeling that one. But I can understand where, certainly at PG, where those those mantras make mean a lot. Yes, sir. And, and probably to hear ridicule on the outside makes you even more stoked up about it. Yeah, really. it doesn't really matter to me. I don't really care what other people think about it. It is what it is. You got your opinion, I got mine. That's right. So. That's how it should be. How exciting is it to have the new field house going up? And, and a little disappointing because you didn't uh, yeah, get it when you're there. They were talking about the first time they ever have like an event in it. It's going to be like in January or February, and, and we're going to be the first ones in it. Yeah. But I'm not sure if I'll be here. You thinking about going early? Yeah, I, I know. You I'm are going there. early. Yes, sir. How's that been taking those classes this summer? Um, a little tough? Yeah, I actually I took it online during the school year. Oh, really? So it's like a whole class. Basically, it's like an hour and a half a day. It's just online classes. I mean, so for Texas, you need 
government eco as a senior. You need English four as a senior. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you really have to have? So the only thing I technically have to do this year is I have to finish my English up. I have all my maths done. I okay. did the government econ last year. I did my, I already said math, but I have, I'm taking my first semester English four in person and I'm taking my second semester like simultaneously online. Online, right. But yeah. So in December easy. comes your... Stop at your parents. Are they are they happy about that? They're like, man. I'm, I mean, uh, their grocery bill is going to go down. Yeah, that's yeah. That's <laughs> been mentioned to me a couple times. He'll so. be back. He'll be back yeah. for prom, and he'll yeah. be back. Are for you all coming those back things? for those things? You are going to come uh, back for prom? I'm, I'm sure I will. <laughs> will you graduate and walk with everybody? Or are you going to? Yeah, you are going to do that too. Yeah, my mom was going to make me. I do would. That. That's probably yeah. a good idea. Yeah, Otherwise, you need that picture you just took. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of cool. It's exciting to think about. You're not just down to the last year. You're down to really the last four months of school here in town. Yes, sir. Gosh. On to bigger and better things. On to bigger and better. When you get up there, what are you going to declare as your major? Have you already thought about it? I'm not even sure. Man. Not even sure. I've I've talked about a couple things with my dad, but I'm not I'm not. You haven't sure. committed. No, and once you start taking some classes, you'll figure out what you like. What, what's what's been the discussion? What are you ban- what are you bouncing around? Uh, we were just talking about doing like a business degree and just like going and starting your own business, okay, or something like that. Or taking over his. Just basically, yeah, it's basically just branch out off of it. Yeah. You know, so that's really what we talked. I mean, about. it's it's almost time to move the old man out, isn't it? I don't know. Get about in there and that. take I over. I don't know about that. <laughs> what? No, you ready to take it over? I don't know. about Make that. it bigger and better. Uh, yeah. Hackleman and Son. How about that? <laughs> you do that? Cool <laughs> Something name. like that. Yeah, cool it's a cool name. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know, do you have brothers? Um, no, sir. I, just no. Have, I got a couple cousins. Cousins. Okay. So it can't be sons then, just Hackleman and Son. Okay. Nice. Caleb Hackleman's in here hanging out with us this afternoon from uh, Pleasant Grove. Now, we, we talked earlier about uh, Gilmer. We didn't really get back around to Carthage. Now, I'm sure I haven't seen preseason polls, but I'm sure Carthage is probably number one in preseason poll. Why wouldn't they be? Um, and they're kind of the block for us to get out of this region is to get through Carthage. Does anybody say anything about Carthage until the week of Carthage? Like, are you talking about as a as a team? No, as a you don't talk yeah, about no, anybody? It's been, no, it's been said a lot. Oh, it has been. Yeah, we'll be conditioned, and they'll just be like. Just you know, if so, if we're like not we're not going hard or anything, the coaches can tell. I mean, they'll they'll bring up some about some team. Yeah, be like just imagine this is blah blah blah. Yeah, week however week fourteen or whatever, and you might go kick the door down and push through it. Yeah, it's a lot of our motivation and probably telling you Carthage guys are doing this right now. Mm-hmm. You're quitting. Are they quitting right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's good motivation. It's a it's an impressive program. And it's a great rivalry, considering the fact that. In non-district games a couple of years, you guys played each other. So you've got a chance to see them when there wasn't everything on the line like there was this last year. Is there something different going on in Carthage that just makes it feel like they've got all their crap together? Do you walk on the field and go, those just they don't make mistakes. And we got to be perfect to beat them. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say we have to be perfect to beat them or anything. I mean, they just always had talent out of right. there. So We have talent. Yeah, we have a lot of we talent. we got a bunch of talent. Yeah. How many guys are going to college that are on this team right now? If you had to count them in your head. Six or seven. Six or seven. And not like le- – they're going to legit colleges. Yes, sir. we got talent. Other guys should be scared of us. You think they are? Oh, I'm sure some teams are, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the old offense really was predicated on physicality. It's a lot of offensive linemen, a lot of quick block – 
newer offense, a little more open. Pass blocking's not quite as physical. You don't get to fire out like you did run blocking. Do you feel like that takes away a little bit of the physicality of this team or we're not s- at all? We're still going to run the ball down people's throat. Are you? We've designed a lot of plays where it's just big on big, push them up the field. Gotcha. Get nasty. Yeah. Get nasty. Mm-hmm. Who's the nastiest guy on the team? You know? Like, if there's one guy, you're like, i got to get in a fight, well, who's the guy I'm going to take in with me? In the coach's opinion, it's going to be Joe Bailey because he – I will say, if I was ever in like a street fire or yeah. anything, I'd take that dude with me. He, Why? He's going to do any, anything. Is he crazy? He's yeah. got the crazy eye? Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's just tough or crazy. You just had to be, you had to be there to see it. He's the guy, huh? Yes, All right. Now, what position is he playing this year? Left tackle. Left tackle. So he's, got, he's a pretty, good, pretty big guy. All right, what about a small guy? Like, you don't have another big lineman. It's not really fair saying 280, 300-pound guys. One of the small guys. you got to get in a fight, and one of the small guys has got to be have your back. Or who do you not want to fight that small? Well, I don't care. I'd fight anybody. <laughs> That's the <laughs> wrong question. I'm just saying, if I want to take – I'd probably take Caden. I don't know if you'd call him small, but – He's a receiver, though, right? He's, I think he's going to be a running back. Running back, rather. Yeah. All right, yeah, so he's, he's your guy? Yeah, I'd okay. take him with me. All right. Hawk Field, special place to play games. That fan base is extremely present, especially as you guys win more, they get more rowdy. Mm. What's it like playing in there? Uh, it's pretty cool. I think the pact it's ever been when I played was um, when we played Gilmer last year. Okay. I mean, you're just like we, you know, we come out from the gym up there and we walk down like the side of the, right. the bleachers. Yep. I mean, you just like everybody's reaching out trying to give you a high five and you just hear everybody just screaming and going crazy. I think it gets the loudest when it's kickoff. Everybody's going nuts. Craziest I'd ever seen, I think, is when and I don't. You probably weren't playing then, or maybe been a freshman when Carthage came in. Yeah, I was. It was I think that was my freshman year. Freshman or eighth grade. Yeah, I was actually watching. I wasn't even there. Yeah, I was watching on TV. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. I had to sit on the hill. Yeah, because it was that packed out. Yeah. It was insanity. Yeah, I wouldn't mind playing in an environment like that. Which what what venue have you played in that you've been the most impressed by? That's not your own. Like which school have you visited or playoff game have you played in that you're like this is a cool place? I mean, the automatic answer is a star. Star. Yeah. <laughs> See, who wouldn't say it? Well, but you know, it's different. Mm-hmm. And for PG, it's probably home field advantage because you guys have played there every year, I think. Mm-hmm. But to me, it almost felt like there's so many seats. It doesn't feel as yeah, yeah. It feel as packed. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I would say that it has that feeling for sure. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, but it's not necessarily like the atmosphere of a crazy rowdy crowd. Mm-hmm. That's the one drawback I've always thought about the star having been in there. I've probably been in there four or five times watching you guys play, and mm-hmm. that's what I was was kind of left with. It's it's neat. But I'd rather be I'd rather be at Hawk Stadium than I would be there because I think there's more ambiance, there's more attitude and atmosphere over at your own stadium. Yes, sir. So that's that's your pick, though. Star is the coolest place. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. When you when you play for Oklahoma State, where do you want to play? Which 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 one do you think? And I can't wait to play in this place. I mean, Boone Pickens Stadium. Your own, it's a home yeah, field. Yeah, home the home field is going to be the one. Yeah, they're crazy and loud. Mm-hmm. There's been talk today about Colorado joining the conference. You hearing yeah, this? Yeah, I just saw that on. What do you think? Instagram. I don't, really don't think care much about it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's different. Yeah, it's a cool deal, I guess. Now, since we're talking a little college football, I got about a minute and a half left. Weird stories coming out of places like Northwestern. You've been following that story at all? 
No, have not no. been. Stories about hazing. Have they said anything to you at OSU about hazing of players? <laughs> they have not said anything. They have not said anything. Because that's no. been a thing that's happened at, at Northwestern. Got their coach fired because there was hazing going on over there. You look at me like... That's that's really weird. It is know. weird. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It got, uh, got kind of out of control. Yeah. Have they said anything to you about gambling? Because that's also becoming a thing. Haven't yet. When you get on campus, I'm sure that'll be I've seen like you can't like bet on other games right. when you're like on the... Like the roster, right? Or something like that. But any talk about NIL for you? Not no. yet. No, sir. I'm expecting there probably will be, wouldn't you think? Oh yes, yeah, sir. I would hope so. You gonna get some of that Lance Jackson money? Oh yeah. Really? Because yeah. <laughs> Lance is doing pretty well up at uh, at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going up to watch a game this year? Watch him play? Uh, probably not. Don't know. Yeah, are you an Arkansas guy? Now I know you're going to OSU, but are you a, a Razorback fan? I grew up a Razorback fan. Okay, but um, he switched allegiances. Real I wouldn't quick. say I've like been to any of their games in a okay. while since I was like eight or something. Okay, yeah. Well, Landon like, ought to be able to get you some yeah seats well, or tickets maybe, up there. Maybe so. With all that money he's making, you ought to yeah. be able to get you up there. Mm-hmm. All right. Appreciate you. Hey, it's great seeing you. Is there? Good luck next week. Best of luck this season. Have a great senior year. Yes, sir. Senior semester. Yeah, well, senior semester. it's still his year. <laughs> 16 and 0. Can we do that now? Oh, 16 yeah, that's, and 0 is how we're going to finish oh, this? That's how we're going cool. yeah. Finish it not at the star, but at Jerry's World. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there you go. It's great seeing you again. Yes, sir. That's Caleb that. Hackleman. Danny Williams has been sitting in today. We are done for the week. We'll be back on Monday, 5 o'clock. We'll do it again here on Leaving the Yard.